Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. This week sees the release of Todd Phillips' new film, The Joker. And I'm pretty excited about it. I'm not the only one, though. Colby from Blah Blah Comics, Blah Blah Curse Words, is excited. So he's here to talk Joker with us all week. Colby, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty great. I had a great time talking some video games. I'm excited for this one, too. Yeah, you know, we were, we were talking that... Uh, Joker, you were saying, has a whole lot of content. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it, we're not hurting on stuff to talk about. That is very true. He has been around a long time and made his name known pretty consistently ever since he created. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm just gonna... Uh, well, I was gonna lead off and say, we don't have to talk about TV Joker, because Mark Hamill. That's the best. That's it. Done. You know, okay. I mean, other people that have voiced him, oh, okay. The kid on Gotham was okay, even though he never got to actually be officially the Joker because Warner Brothers is dumb. Went a weird route with that. Like, ah, the Warner Brothers, this one may be it, and this one may be it. Oh, but neither. Yeah, that was a weird. Yeah. Well, it came out like they're in the last season of Gotham, and they were like, yeah, Warner Brothers said we're not allowed to use the word Joker in our show. That's. It's so weird how many DC shows are affected by that little, like, hey, we know you pretty much show Harley Quinn, don't, but it's not Harley Quinn anymore. Oh, we pretty much know you're, you got Batwoman. Don't really mention Batman too much. Well, I mean, like, the Arrowverse had a Suicide Squad, and they yeah. had to get rid of them all. And to me, so this will be our tangent. We'll just get it out of the way early. I think that's DC showing a lack of faith in their viewers because, yeah. like, I know, I know that Heath Ledger... Joker and Jack Nicholson Joker and Mark Hamill Joker and Jared Leto Joker. Like, no, they're different. I I get that. You can have different characters. And especially now that they're really leaning into the multiverse in all their yeah. properties. Like, who cares? Just tell a story. I feel like so many things have been hindered. Like, uh, even Justice League Unlimited, they had the bat embargo. They weren't allowed to use any Batman villains for Justice League. They weren't, or Nightwing or Rob. They could only use... Batman. That's all they can use. Yeah, it's it's those things. Luckily, I think DC's getting, at least in the movie verse, seems to be in a little bit more open. Like, hey, we're just going to try to tell stories. Where in the shows, I don't, it's still weird, especially with Batwoman coming out, and now they're finally letting Superman's appear in the Infinite Crisis and all this other stuff. It's still weird they seem, especially with Batman, you know, this weird rule of, hey, don't mention him, dance around him, and use every character in, in, from his universe except him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have this guy who wears clown makeup and dresses in all the iconic Joker outfits, but it's it's not. His name's Jerome. It's not Joker. Yeah. Jerome, we have a... That's not really Talia Al Ghul. That's the other Al Ghul sister. Yeah. But yeah, that, but they put Nessa Al Ghul in all of them. Yeah. And I don't it's, understand that. I don't either. They even have, they'll have Rachel Ghul, but they'll still be like, ah, yeah, that's not... That's not who we're talking. Yeah, it's always been very weird to me. As fun as those shows are, it's been the one thing that's been me to be like, why are you afraid to mention? If you're going to have, I've always said, like, on Gotham, if you want Joker on the show, put Joker on the show. 
Yeah, I feel like it hurts the show, in all honesty. Like, it hurts the credibility of the show. Yeah. And the series, like, if you're not going to take it serious enough to put your characters in it, why should... I mean, but you're going to have Penguin and Riddler and Mr. Freeze in it. Yeah. But not... But it's because there is a cinematic Joker. But I get it. Um, but yeah, so, like I said, I was going to say not worry about TV because of Mark Hamill, but I... I would be amiss if I didn't say talk about Cesar Romero from the '66 Batman. Yeah, he was a great, great Batman, especially like as far as comic book of the time. You know, like uh, the Dick Spring era and stuff like that. Just that goofy, kooky, clownfish type Joker. I think Cesar yeah. Romero did a great job with the character. I agree. I think that's one thing I love about most actors who have played the Joker in some way is I think most have added something different than anyone else and have a different air and representation to them. I think that's what that's why in the voice world I've always been disappointed when you have so many that seem to just copy the Mark Hamill style because at least live actors like most try to put their own stamp on the character. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you get into animation, you get. Um, I mean, it's almost always Mark Hamill, but like in The Batman, when you had the dreadlock Joker, you had Kevin Michael Richardson, which was, it was different, but it was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but that was the whole thing about The Batman, is they were putting that kind of Neo-style twist on it, which was cool. Um, In Batman Brave and the Bold, you had Jeff Bennett, who to me will always be Johnny Bravo, but he just... Quite, he wasn't Mark Hamill, but he wasn't not Mark Hamill. Yeah, and especially with their animated movies, they definitely get like throw that line between that's not Mark Hamill. Whenever Mark Hamill's not in a movie, yeah, you've had. I guess you've had a couple people. Like I know when you have Troy Baker in Arkham Origins, who did him, and you had a few people that have like kind of known voice actors that have made their mark on him. But Mark Hamill definitely takes the cake any day, every day when it comes to any kind of Joker property. Yeah. Wise. I'm really curious how Alan Tudyk's going to do in the new Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah, I am too. I, he's a I mean, great, great voice actor. I'm, and I'm sure we'll do some incredible stuff all around, but man, it's going to be interesting. It's so, yeah, I mean, maybe there's more to TV than, than I thought, but, and Cesar Romero actually played the Joker on the big screen. So he can, we can talk him in movies. Um, That's true. and Mark Hamill did too in mask of the phantasm. But yeah, so we've had, let's see, just that way we had the people at home know we're talking Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, um, Mark Hamill, and not really, but kind of, we're going to talk Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I know we need well, we'll actually, we'll save Joaquin Phoenix for Thursday's show, because we're going to talk, like, how hyped we are about the movie, so we'll yeah. just look at those other uh, five actors, and, you know, I, I think it's, you can tell a lot about a person by asking them who their favorite Joker is. That's, that's very true, I think. There's a, a generation thing. I mean, even though it's only, let's see, when, uh, 89, 99, 
in even in 30 years, your three main jokers with Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and Jared Leto, it's almost like it's three different generations oh, as yeah, far as the, who likes who. Yeah, I think there's a it's definitely. I feel like there's a, there's a decent crossover in some areas, but in others it is bizarre. Like how. Like how stagnant some people are. This is the, my Joker, my only Joker kind of argument. Because I, one thing I'm always appreciating, especially with those three, is I, I will always appreciate how different of a take look. And for better or worse, whether you love one and hate another one, I very much appreciate that they've never just been like, okay, here's the bland, straightforward version of the Joker. Yeah, all, I mean, and it's looking like Joaquin Phoenix is going to do the same. Like, they're all going to be different, which kind of gets into the three Jokers theory, but. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk that, uh, like I said, we'll put that with Thursday and stuff. Uh, what I'm curious, I heard a rumor that Jared Leto is supposed to be kind of the spiritual successor, his Joker, uh, of Jack Nicholson. Like, they were both kind of mobster gangster guys, but it's like Jack Nicholson, even though Jared Leto's younger, but Jack Nicholson was like at the first of the career, and Jared Leto is, after he's, you know, Fought the bat, been beaten by the bat, and they've had, you know, after years of fighting him, but he's still, whereas the Heath Ledger Joker is more just kind of chaos. I I read a lot of things about Jared Leto and Jack Nicholson, like those Jokers being kind of connected, and, you know, you can I can kind of see that. I definitely can, too. I think it goes back to, I mean, especially if you listen to Blah Blah, we have exhaustively talked about everything, too, so it's about a Joker and all sorts of stuff, but I go back to that's my biggest regret with, and who knows, we still have DC's DC and does a lot of weird movie stuff, and we get kind of about Birth of Prey and a few other movies, but with Jared Leto, my big regret with that is the fact that we just didn't get to see more of him in a film to get a more definitive understanding, because if you love, I know, a very divisive Joker, but if you love or hate him, we've still basically only seen 10 minutes of him being Joker in the film. Yeah, well, and that's what I've told people. You know, I, uh, I, I have my ups and downs with Suicide Squad. I, I don't love it or hate it as much as other people on the network, especially. But you know, <laughs> one of my biggest complaints was, and, and I'll tell everybody this: is Joker was in it too long to be a cameo, but not long enough to be a character. Exactly. You have, and especially when all that stuff came out of, oh, they shot an hour and a half worth of useful footage with them. Him and Margot Robbie, where they were going to make a song, and blah, 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 all this other random stuff. It is more and more crazy when you're like, oh, yeah, they definitely had a lot more than one of that character, but they didn't want to put him in the main villain role, and then whatever happened back to scenes, the re-edit the film, something thought happened, and you end up with this weird, he's very important, but he's not important at all type of role. Yeah. Right, so that that so that's my hot take on the Jared Leto Joker. My hot take on Jack Nicholson Joker is that it's probably my least favorite because it's just Jack Nicholson in makeup. Like he's just being Jack Nicholson. In a lot of ways, I, I totally agree. I think for the time, very cool, very awesome how the character actor like that really jump into the role and go all in and then do some really cool makeup effects and some really cool moments. But looking back at it, we see especially. Walking Phoenix and Jared Leto and Heath Ledger, how lost they get in the character and how much they made it their own and really became unrecognizable actors in that role. And then you look at Jack Nicholson and, you know, there's never a moment when you're watching 
the old Batman film where you, you lose yourself and don't know if this is Batman. Yeah. Especially, like, if you watch The Shining right before you watch it. Yeah. You're like, oh. And, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Jack Nicholson's a bad actor or anything, but I feel like that was very much a, hey, we need a big name, but he doesn't want to necessarily do all this crazy stuff, so. But for the time, you know, it worked. And yep. a lot of people, that's their Joker. But, you know, I'm I, going back to Cesar Romero, you know, he was a very, he was a pretty big actor. And he was like that kind of Latin lover, ladies man actor. But he, even him, he put on the Joker makeup and he was crazy, you yep. know. Uh, and it's just something. And you look at Mark Hamill, same thing. I, I just feel like out of everybody, Jack Nicholson didn't. I mean, I guess he made the Joker his, and then he made it himself. Whereas everybody else did their own take on the Joker, if that makes sense. No, I, I 100% agree. I think he's he's very much in the same role that I put, like, Will Smith's death shot in. You know, like, I don't hate it, but it also, I never, it's all, it's Will Smith, it's Jack Nicholson. It's like, that's, I don't, I don't lose myself in the character as much as, a character of that kind of big caliber normally what you especially nowadays when we're kind of more used to being like, oh man, yes, we know the factor, but man, we almost know him more for this hero alter ego he's involved. Yeah. Well, and that, that's another, you know, we didn't have, it, it had been a decade or so since you had um, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, yeah. you know, and so now, you know, five, six times a year you get a, comic book villain on screen, so we're a little more... And that, that is one thing. I'm very picky about my villain. Like, if you look at my list of Marvel MCU movies, they are very much based on how good the villain is. Uh, instead of, like, how good the villain Like, Baron Zemo from Civil War is my favorite MCU villain. That's totally fair, man. That has always been the MCU's, like, either biggest strength or biggest weakness in so many of their films. They definitely fall into that category oh did they give a lot of time and really expand on the villain or did they just kind of be like oh we have a villain yeah because like even like i love gardens of the galaxy to death but even that's a great example of the cast makes that movie incredible everything about it is incredible but then you have ronan and you almost forget you almost forget ronan is in that movie even yeah because i mean they they're setting up the guardians they're setting up thanos they're setting up the infinity stones it's like oh yeah there was that guy with the hammer that wasn't yeah. thor yeah, that guy. Kind of comes back in Captain Marvel, but even in that role, he's also kind of just there. There's like no that. reason for him to be in Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. That, that must have been a, hey, uh, we have you signed on for this many films, so we're going to put you in this one. I don't know what that was. It's, it's like he's not even in the full regalia. It's like he kind of is in the makeup. It's clearly him, but you can tell it was a, quick, a much quicker job. I think they made it like they wanted it to be an each. I think it's, you know, it's going to spit perfect. I think it's like the Jared Leto and Suicide Squad. It's like they wanted it to be an Easter egg, but they put it in too long to be an Easter egg. But, yeah, it has that. You know, if they were just like, oh, yeah, we'll call Ronan. You know, if they just said his name yeah. or something. Okay, like, cool. Looking back at Suicide Squad, had you taken Joker entirely out of the movie, and the only time we see him is the end where he breaks Harley out, I feel like that would have been, if they, if they just wanted a cameo, that would have been the easiest way to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then you could have had him in 
this Birds of Prey movie or an Harley Joker film or however much, and it would have been interesting. Okay, now we can fully see the character instead of that weird. Because again, that's, that's always a problem with comparing Jokers. You have Heath Ledger, who just goes for it, makes some of the most iconic superhero scenes ever, and also has the benefit of having a very well written script, a very, very competent director. You have Jack Nicholson, who is very much kind of at the forefront of, hey, there hasn't been this, no one's really. Outside of Caesar, no one's really put their definitive take on the character. Yeah, well, that had been, what, 30, almost 40 years since Caesar had. Okay, right. And then you got Tim Burton, who was at that time really making a name for himself, and really put himself at the role of, hey, let's do this interesting superhero movie. And then you have Leto, who sadly got a director that isn't horrible, but not has not gone on to have the success of any other of the Batman directors or well, it was all, and I mean, like, like you said, they can go listen to almost any episode of Blah Blah yeah. in the last two years, three years, and it, yeah. it's it was all behind the scenes stuff. Um, you know, that's um, that's that's, that's and, DC's and, problem. Yeah, there's a that's my I've always had a joke about it. Everyone whining about wanting a longer Snyder cut of Just League or Mortally Insane. I want the freaking Dave haircut that we know actually does exist mm-hmm. from Suicide. Like we know that exists, and no one. They put out the deluxe edition of Suicide Squad with 10 extra minutes where we've had Margot Robbie and everyone else be like, oh yeah, we shot like two other hours of usable footage. The original, the original, the originally it was like a hard R with another 40 minutes of footage. It's like, oh, okay. I would like to see that. Yeah, it's like, I don't care if that's in like some hundred dollar stupid Apocalypse Now every version of the film version. I would still buy it just to see it. Yeah. Well, so my final question of the day to you, sir. So as of this recording, as of today, the new trailer, the first full official trailer for Birds of Prey dropped. Over under, do you think Jared Leto shows up in it? I think we're going to get a cameo for the simple fact of they mention Mr. J for a regular Joker and have the picture Joker three or four times in the trailer alone. I think it's going to be the start of the movie, the opening credits will be those two fighting and her leaving. Uh, yeah, I... And or, like, the very end scene, maybe him, like, hey, Puddin', I'm back. Or, you know, something like that. Something. I don't, I, I will put it this way. It's knowing that they will reference them a lot. It's very weird if he's not at least in some kind of capacity. That's the, what is the Chekhov's gun or whatever? Like, if you mention the gun in the first act... It has to do something in the second act, or, you know. So yeah, yeah. I think he'll show up. I yeah, I, I know me and Derek have a running bet on that. We've had to now add an actress to our bet if he'll show up because there was uh, some interview where it sounded like he may be in the movie, but it may be unused footage from Suicide Squad they use. So now we have to put an actress of. I would technically win the bet, but no money would change hands. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, let us know um, if you're excited to see more Jared Leto Joker or who your favorite Joker is. Let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look for The Night Nerd. We're out there and love to talk to everybody. You can even email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Colby, where can they find you out there? I am at hellhoundf5 on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out Blah Blah Cup on the same channel you're listening to this at more than likely. Uh, check out Night Nerd Facebook, Blah Blah Facebook, and you can find all that stuff there. Yes, yeah, always good good stuff going around. Um, the Blah Blah guys, they really 
you know, we're nice and quick and short over here, but over there, you guys really get in the meat of things and pull it apart. And oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's our blessing and our curse. <laughs> nice. Well, awesome. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. 